<laughs> I forgot to say it. God damn it. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about the Nintendo E3 Direct 2021 as we rip them in half and tear them apart and give our honest thoughts. But I want to remind you first, we are sponsored by Forever Grips Gaming Accessories, where you can save 15% off your first order using the code It Just Works Pod in all caps. Once again, that's It Just Works Pod in all caps. Thank you, Forever Grips Gaming for sponsoring the show also be sure to follow us on instagram and engage in the post questionnaires or polls i do on there which i haven't done lately but i have a new one coming up it is almonds versus cashews because my girlfriend my girl my girlman <laughs> my girlfriend has the audacity to think that almonds are better than cashews and i say nay so yeah uh keep an eye out for that and if you want to DM me for uh, any topic suggestions, questions, or feedback on the show, then do that as well. So that is at It Just Works Studios on Instagram, at It Just Works Studios. And that's enough for me. So let's go ahead and cue the intro. All right, everybody, we are back, and I have Brian from another vinyl page here. Brian, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm, I'm excited to talk about this. We've all been waiting a long time for this. I know That's true. some of us aren't too thrilled, but I'm excited to just talk about all the different announcements today. So, Right on. Uh, be sure to follow Brian on Instagram at another vinyl page. Once again, that is at another vinyl page. Check out his awesome posts on there. They are beautiful. Brandon, welcome back, dude. Hi, good to be back, man. Um, <laughs> I will I will say this though: if you think uh, cashews are better than almonds, uh, you're nuts. <laughs> Let's just stop recording right there. No, that's really tough though. That's I'm, I can't wait to participate in that poll because I have a I have a hot take on that, but I think that's for another podcast. I can't say I like one more than the other. They're both good. <laughs> I mean, uh, almonds I, are good physically. Cashews are better in a liquid form. Cashew I haven't. Is bomb. I haven't. I mean, that's that, that's one way to put it. <laughs> I haven't told her this yet either, but I, I'm, I'm on the same boat. I can't decide, but I'm going to go ahead and put cashews anyways. All right, everybody. Before we talk about Nintendo, and before I ask you guys what you've been playing this week, uh, this episode is extremely special. You know why it's special, guys? Because today marks the one-year anniversary of this fucking podcast. Wow. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you so much to everybody who's listened, subscribed, and downloaded. Because I also just found out this podcast has been doing a lot better than I thought. Yes. <laughs> and I makes me Good, super awesome. happy. And what better way to celebrate the one-year anniversary than to have you two on and Brandon, who was here for the first episode. How about that hey, shit? Um, it Proud couldn't have worked out better. Didn't plan it out, but hey, I'm really glad it all worked out like that. So thank you again for everybody who's just listened to this, even if it's a little bit. If you've made it this far in this episode, you are all amazing. And I love you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now let's talk shit on Nintendo. <laughs> but before <laughs> we do that, actually, through the mud. Yeah, uh, Brandon, what have you been playing this week? Uh, it's we're recording this. Like I said, one year anniversary is June fifteenth, uh, Monday, Tuesday. Did you have a chance to play anything? Uh, I played here and there. We played some Halo the other night, which was just a custom game that we just kind of talked about life uh, while hunting each other on a map. So that was pretty fun. Reminds me how much I love Halo, especially after seeing the Xbox console, um, Xbox console show earlier this week. Uh, I'm really excited for Halo Infinite. But I mean, other than that, uh, I started playing Diablo 3 again on my Switch just to kind of, you know, 
do some mindless demon killing just before I go to bed. I so love fun it. with that. And um, other th- other than that, uh, I will be starting to go back to uh, local game stores to play uh, cards in person. So I'm really excited for that Ooh. starting this Thursday. Right. So thank you uh, to the COVID vaccine, and we're gonna be out there in the mix of things soon. So nice, nice man. Uh, yeah, that Halo session was the most high school thing we've done since high school. It was, it was great. hilarious. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, that was some fun stuff. Uh, I've basically just been playing Halo. I played ESO a little bit yesterday about the Blackwood expansion where you uh, go through Oblivion stuff. Um, played some Apex with uh, Pizza, OCR Pizza, if he listens to this. Shout out to him. Um I've been playing Pokemon. I played Pokemon Sword and Shield yesterday. I got a shiny Cramorant from Dynamax Adventures. Uh, that was cool. Um, I wish people were better at battling Pokemon, but you know, here we are. I didn't. I didn't defeat two Kyogres yet last night, so that was annoying. Uh, what else? I think that's it. Well, you know, it's been a good week so far. Brian, how about you, man? I've been playing Oxenfree, a game that came out a couple of years ago. And a lot of people were hyping up the fact that they're re- putting the soundtrack on vinyl again. And I had no idea what the game was, but people were like really excited. So I downloaded it and it's been cool so far. I'm going to play more tonight, probably. It's like a story based game. So it feels like I'm really going to have to pay attention to understand the story. And then I was also playing a game that just came out called Wave Break, which is actually imagine Tony Hawk with boats. <laughs> <laughs> You literally, you have a boat and you can do like kick flips on the boat and do like tricks like a skateboard, but on boats. And I've been having fun with that. The controls are a little wonky, but I heard they get better as you get upgrades and stuff. But yeah, it's been interesting. I kind of bought that one on a whim and it's been fun. Are you telling me you can do a Christ air on a sailboat? Yes. (laughs) That's fucking sick. (laughs) Yes. And you're like a little bear or an alligator and you're driving these boats around. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I might have to look into this game. (laughs) Uh, That's awesome, man. That sounds like the most Brian fucking game I've heard in a really long time. You living fucking meme you. But seriously, that sounds like a really funny game. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to look into it after this. Uh, All right, guys. We are here today to talk about Nintendo uh, Direct, the the E3 Direct 2021. Um, I feel like I didn't even have to listen to our predictions to know that nothing really happened. So that was good. Um, a lot of other podcasts I listen to like to go back and listen to their predictions before they actually watch the show and to see if they get anything right. Um, besides Breath of the Wild 2, I would uh, and Metroid, you know, technically. Okay. That's... Technically, we got that. We'll take, I, his, we'll take the point. Uh, we got nothing else. <laughs> but I want to start off with the little shit that no one cares about. Uh, I want to start... <laughs> I want to start off with Worms Rumble. Uh, the, Wor- the Worms franchise was really cool on the Xbox Live Arcade in the 360 era with uh, Wormageddon. Um, it's just a all-out shooter with friends and stuff. It's it's just stupid, but it's fun, right? Uh, however, this one coming to the Switch looks terrible. Uh, the performance in the trailer in itself looked like it was running at less than 30 frames per second. Like it was literally having issues on a technical front. Um, yeah, I kind of didn't really get interested <laughs> from that. Um, what did you guys think of Worms Rumble or the idea of Worms Rumble? I know Brandon knows what Worms is from the Xbox era, you know, 360. 
Um, Brian, what did you think of Worms Rumble? I, I do remember those games back in the day, but, you know, I watched the entire 40-minute presentation, and I do not remember that one. Maybe that's when I decided to get out of my car and stretch and let out some frustration from how bad this direct was because I do not remember that trailer. Yeah, I just... Dude, it's so bad. If it's all, if it's like all the other ones, it's cool. But was there anything like that stood out about it? Um, besides its poor performance, no. No, got you. Brandon? So it's a Nintendo game. Uh, I mean, from what I saw, it looked like entertaining enough. You know, it's gonna be one of those like performance be damned kind of games. You know, you hop on, have some quick fun with your friends, or with random people it seems like a good like kind of online party game which is kind of what we need what we needed for the past like year and a half it's those kind of games have really come into fruition but i mean for the most part like um performance issues it's going to be really tough to actually um play i remember worms from back in high school unfortunately i never really played it a whole lot not really it's not like i i got the novelty of it like originally but i mean it's not my thing so uh, I mean, I can see the merit in it, but it's just going to be a skip for me personally. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Same. Um, Next. I want to move on to a game that I do want to give a little bit more credit to. Um, I don't think I'm going to play it um, on the Switch. I might play it on the Xbox because I believe it's on Game Pass. But that is uh, Astria Ascending. It is a JRPG developed by Artisan Studios and is planned for release in 2021. And it is on Game Pass. Uh, <laughs> uh day in day out <laughs> so wow um just go get an xbox if you haven't done that yet um this game looks really good though um it, the art style is beautiful it looks like you can you know create your own heroes kind of um i i'm gonna give it a shot because i'm really trying to broaden my horizons as we talked about before this with my issues with metroid and i how i explained it, a couple of the 2d games coming out um just this kind of art style is beautiful and i'm trying to learn to appreciate it more because these people obviously put a lot of hard work into their games. Um, so I, even though I didn't say anything in our pre-show, uh, Astria Ascending does look good, but I'd prefer to get it on the Xbox. But uh, do you guys happen to take a look at this game by any chance? I did. it. I mean, it looks cool, but it's the type of game where I would have to hear a lot more about it first to make a decision. I've been trying to be more open with anime lately so i've been watching a lot of new stuff so i mean if i keep going in the direction i'm going i mean and i hear this game is good i will definitely buy it and play it but i'm gonna have to see first i am not gonna just go out there and buy it i want to hear what people say uh brandon before you give your thoughts sorry one second i also want to tell everyone who's listening who if you haven't figured this out yet uh brian isn't multi-platform he is primarily on the switch Whereas me and Brandon are PC, console, and Switch. Um, we are spoiled by Game Pass. So, you know, Brian's opinion is pretty important here if you're curious about these games because he literally would have to fork out the money where I don't yeah. have to spend an extra cent to play this. So just keep that in mind moving forward because um, a couple of games that we do talk about are also on Xbox Game Pass when they uh, come out. Uh, Brandon, what are your thoughts of Astria Ascending? Uh, well, honestly, I, I do like the kind of JRPG formula, um, very akin to Final Fantasy games, the ones that I played back in the day. Uh, I really love the art style. It reminds me of, um, oh God, what's that game? Um, 
like Final Fantasy with uh, what's that uh, beloved princess? You guys remember that game? Octopath Traveler. W- okay, yes, Octopath Traveler. But there's, there's something bravely, else. bravely default. No, kind of, yeah, of course, like that. But there's another game that it reminds me of in terms of like the kind of Dark Kingdom esque style. Dark Cloud. And- no, I can't. I can't remember the name, but it's like something princess. Um, and you had you control the princess, and there was like a little ball of light that followed you, and it was technically a two-player game. Uh, I could easily Google it, but I'm uh, I'm drawing a blank. We're unscripted here, so keep it unscripted. <laughs> uh, but either way, I took a look at the trailer, and uh, the art, like I, like I was saying, the art style is beautiful. I do like that kind of game. I like how there are a set number of demigods that have their own personality traits and jobs kind of will give you that party system build i um i'm really impressed by how it looks um and as you just said ryan we're spoiled by game pass so the fact that this is on game pass i will uh download it and i'll pick it up day one but by pick it up i mean download for free so well for a monthly fee but still yeah you guys are spoiled are you talking about vanguard princess no um hold on let me see um child we'll, of light. we'll get back to you on that child of light that's it child of light thank you uh, i just like i kind of knew what you were talking about once you said light and i was like oh, i might as well just look it up um yeah. fun child fact of light, that's it one of the best 2d games i've ever played because we're just on this constant roll about how i don't like 2d games because i put myself in that hole um castle crashers dude hell yeah oh, yeah god yeah yeah memories one of the best games we played on the 360 dude good times that's so fun and then it came back out as a remaster and it sucked ass <laughs> literally <laughs> literally didn't i couldn't get past the first level and i was like yeah this didn't age very well uh one second guys moving on to two point campus it's a i know there's a two point hospital and it looks like the wall is in grummet art style um if anyone knows what i'm talking about um it looks like a it, it is literally a school campus simulator and that is the extent of it and it comes to the switch next year i have no interest in this uh, right? i i had no interest in that i saw the trailer and i was just like yeah i'm ready to see the next game that was the whole school campus one it looked kind of and I thought the whole thing with this direct was they were focusing on games that are coming out this year, and then they throw that one in there, which is cool, but whatever. Like, I, all I can think of is like some preppy douchebag going, <laughs> "Let me make my own campus." Like, that's all I can think of. Like, I literally, I don't know who this game is for. Uh, more power. You know what? Hold on. I need to be fair here. Maybe it's people who like architecture and campuses. They want to build their own campus. So, that's my thought, Brandon. Uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of city builders, so I've never heard of the two point games because like you said, I've been kind of out of gaming for a minute and um, never heard of the series before. I saw it was it was on the Xbox sale. So I saw two point hospital on there and I was like, yeah, OK, so I mean, the fact that you could build your own campus and stuff like that, I mean, that's interesting, but. Um, meh. even as a city builder fan, it's. It's not worth a pickup for me, but that's just me personally. So. Uh, naturally announced for the Switch and every other platform is Just Dance 2022. Day one pickup. Uh, um, honestly, I'm excited for everyone out there who likes it, but it's just not for me. Day one dance off. All right. You're fucking going down, Brian. 
moving Challenge on. Us. <laughs> uh, it's a great game, I'm sure, but it's just not for us. Um, the next game I want to talk to you guys about is Cruise and Blast. It is a new racing game, console exclusive, coming this fall. It looks terrible, but it kind of looks like uh, Brandon, if you remember Grid or um, the other Blur, where you kind of like blow the other cars up as you're racing and shit. Uh, Brian, what did you think of this? Do you remember yeah, this? It looked like a, yeah, yeah, it was the racing game. It was a forgettable for, to me. It's not something that I would play. If somebody likes it, that's cool, but I think I'd rather play Garfield Card or something. <laughs> oh, shit. He just fucking said that. Um, that was a real game, and I saw it at Best Buy, and I'm like, this is so stupid, I kind of want to buy it. But I didn't. I didn't. I'll have you know. He's lying. <laughs> lying through teeth. Swear to God. It's on my shelf right now. <laughs> Dude, you know what? Cruise and Blast, do you guys remember going to like um, the restaurants with your family as a kid? And playing the Cruise in America games. Oh hell yeah, yeah brother! I do actually. Yeah, that's what the, that's what this is. Oh wow! What? I take back everything I said. Yeah, it's cru- It's those cruising games. It's got like the themed like big city. It's got the dinosaur level. It's got it's got all that shit. So for it to come to consoles, the fuck? I'm picking this bitch up. <laughs> yeah, when you put it that way, I feel bad about everything and, I just said. That actually is pretty cool. And I want to. I want to. Um, mark this at like about 50 seconds you get kind of like a um a preview of all the vehicles you can get you can you can drive a fucking triceratops with wheels does it have wheels on it it just runs well, swear to god cool. <laughs> at 51 51 seconds it's triceratops Dang, and a hammerhead shark with laser beams on his freaking head i Dude, would I'm like to officially retract my statement <laughs> same uh i am buying this game day one and i'm not fucking around like I don't remember. I, I, you know, obviously um, I'd like to also say officially when I was watching the direct while working, you know, there was lag and stuff, but yeah, I'm looking at the vehicles. The vehicles actually look really impressive. There's a fucking flying saucer. A fi- there's a T-Rex. There's a unicorn. What the fuck is going on here? I, I am buying for everything I said. Yeah, me too. I am so sorry, everyone. And then five original tracks from the fucking arcade box. Wow. How did this go by my head? Like it, guys, I cannot stress enough. This went right over my head. Dude, I am buying this shit. I am sending this to Eric, the casual gamer, right now. That's so fucking <laughs> rad, man. I'm, yeah, I'm into you, it. Brandon. Oh my I think you're we showing some, me the light, Brandon. We got some gold. We got some I, gold. I was going to say, like, this Nintendo Direct was pretty good. <laughs> it's not all bad. Just fucking kidding. Um, I'm not joking, though. Like, I'm really excited to try that out. Thank you for Dude, yeah, like clearing that, our heads on that. Um, it's because I was like, cruising blast. Like, why? Like, what the hell? And I, and I started looking up on YouTube while you know you guys were saying your pieces about it, and I was like, "What the fuck? This is literally those <laughs> games, man! Like, that's cool as shit. I'm so excited, bro. Remember going to Capones and shit and playing Cruising USA? I'm like over here driving a Dodge yes. Dakota. Yeah, Good dude. Times. The, the Red Robin in the city over. You know which one I'm talking about? Oh yeah, dude. Was yeah, it there? Dude. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it had the little arcade like back room, which got turned into like a a, a break room for the employees because they're like these you know kids are just spending all the time there. Good times, man. Oh man, that's that shit I'm about, son. Let's Good go. shit, Brandon. Really, just save the direct right now. Nintendo shit, Brandon. I hope you can change my opinion about every game now. Yeah. So next I'm like, up, I'm a, I try to be a positive light. So next up is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, and it's getting a Switch port with new content on September 24th. And it looks like every other 3D open world Dragon Ball Z game ever fucking made in history. And I'm just not that interested. But if you're a fan of Goku and his story. 
I believe this game takes you all the way through his storyline, um, just like the show. Um, and it's coming to the Switch with new content. So it's uh, I believe it's extra DLC that's coming out with this release. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, I joke, but I'm sure this game is pretty good. Uh, Dragon Ball Z is awesome, uh, especially with its latest season. You know, last year, I think it finished where he went ultra instinct and fought Jiren. Anyways, cool shit happened in that show. Um, are you guys going to pick this up? Or did you just leave Dragon Ball Z in middle school? I I personally won't pick it up. I'm not a huge Dragon Ball Z person. I tried liking it when I was younger. But look-wise, compared to like the show and the game, I thought visually it looked like stunning. It looked really good. I wish everyone could see your face right now. <laughs> he looks so I happy. I thought it looked really good, though. I thought uh, No, it does look good. I don't want to give the game a hard time. I'm just being stupid. The game does yeah. look good, and... Uh, I am pretty sure the game got good reviews. Like I said, it is based off Goku's entire storyline. So I'm sure it's a pretty damn good game. Yeah, I'm just not big on Dragon Ball Z personally, so I won't pick it up. Yeah. Brandon? Uh, I never got to watch Dragon Ball Z growing up, so I missed out on a lot of the 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 fandom, you know, kind of... I, I know I understand it's, a, it's what a lot of people grew up with, you know, in, in conjunction with, like, Pokemon, things like that. Uh, but... I was never allowed to watch it, so didn't get into it. But I do like like the Dragon Ball Z universe, like open world fighting games. I think they're a really cool concept. So if you're a fan of Dragon Ball, dude, there you go, man. This one's for you. On the next episode of Dragon Ball Z, Goku <laughs> turns Super Saiyan 3 for 30 minutes. Because <laughs> that's basically what happened in the old show. And I'm not talking shit. I watched all of it. I love oh, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> uh, next up is... Dagon Ronpa Decadence. It collects the first three games in the series. I don't care. Yeah, pass. Uh, anime fans rejoice, or people who have like there's there's a there's a cult following for Dagon Ropa, and that that's for you. I wish them all the best. Uh, strange- <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, like I. That's a, really- that's a good. That's a good send off. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really happy for like anyone who gets these announcements and is excited for it. It's just, you know, when Nintendo took a giant, hot, pile, steamy shit on my chest, you got to remember, I'm sad as fuck today. But I'll tell you what, guys, I cannot stress enough how excited I am to buy fucking Cruisin' Blast or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be rad as fuck, man. Yeah, so I am so excited for all of us to get online. Brennan's on a fucking Triceratops. And- <laughs> I'm a fucking dude, dude. <laughs> dude. This game's going to be amazing. I can't fucking wait. I just want to, like skip the fall and play that game like fuck halo um <laughs> strange brigade is out on the switch today uh this is made by the zombie army people and uh sniper elite i believe this game was a, a four-player co-op game where you kind of uh venture into ruins or whatever um i'd rather play this on my xbox uh any thoughts brian and nothing stands out enough for me to buy it I, i'm really I'm picky with the games I get on my Switch. So, uh, I mean, I have to look at the trailer again, but off the top of my head, nothing stuck out to me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a... I didn't play it, but it, it kind of looked like their version of Uncharted. Uh, these these developers like to do all these different games. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I had a Mountain Dew. Um, it, looks, it looks okay. Um, what is that noise? It sounds like a. Brian, do you hear that? 
it's not my AC. You want me to turn my AC off? No, I don't want you to turn your AC off. It's like 110 degrees outside. You're good. Is that what it is, though? I don't know. It sounds like something getting hit. Like, it sounds like Jarrett when he put his cat in the dryer. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Jesus, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> that happened? <laughs> what? Yeah. That happened? I mean, it yeah. sounded like it. <laughs> so me, Alex, and Jarrett, and Eric, and other people, it was a long time ago. So real quick story time, everyone. Um, we were playing Xbox, and you know, Jarrett had to go uh, put some laundry away or something. And his cat, Pumpkin, or Blumpkin, was really pissing him off, and like i mean dude he was he he stormed off that mic to go change his laundry and all you hear is fuck you pumpkin and then you hear the fucking dryer open and the dryer shut really loud and all you hear is a meow and then he turns it on and that's like the last we heard of it i mean the cat's still alive everybody but what, what a great conversation for the one year episode about the cat blumpkin getting stuck in the dryer <laughs> <laughs> dude i mean it was one of the funniest moments because it legitimately sounded like a, a skit. Like he, he nailed it. I, I don't even know if he was trying to fuck with us, but it sounded like that cat got thrown into a fucking dryer. <laughs> and you know, Oh, here's what made it better. It's because when the dryer was obviously spinning or, you know, uh, rolling. So the clothes are falling, falling everywhere. He left something in his clothes that actually had a big thump to it. So every time it hit, <laughs> it really did sound like a little cat body was in there. <laughs> Jesus. and you know oh my god god bless my cousin but you never know with him this was like this was honestly like six years ago this was a long time ago uh where were we happy one year yeah happy uh, one year everybody strange brigade uh, brandon did you have a chance <laughs> to check it out what the fuck on a tangent oh my god uh i didn't get that big a chance but i mean it's you know obviously the same people who made you know the zombie army trilogy and things like that uh, I mean, it's it's kind of cool. You know, it's Uncharted. It's campy Indiana Jones style adventure. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. You know, it's a fun little little game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, maybe, you know, those game. I've seen Zombie Army Trilogy beyond Game Pass. I don't know if this is coming to it as well, but those games go on sale quite a bit. So I might pick this up on like a, on a on a special. If you guys want to all like if, if, if we get like grouped together, like that'd be really fun to play. So, man, fuck Brian. I think it's on Game Pass. Oh, I suck. Oh, yeah. woof, woof. Oh, because that's out now, so it should be there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been out for like a year, dude. And this was—it's yeah, not a new game at all. And this was at showing at Nintendo Z3. Like, they—they yeah. yeah. they put a slot for this. Yep. <sighs> Fucking Nintendo, dude. Let me double check. We're gonna. Hey, Jamie, I need you to check this shit, bitch. Um. <laughs> uh, I am gonna double check. Because I, I know it's been out. Um, so I got a 75% on Metacritic and a 4.1 out of 5 on GameStop. Uh, this actually came out in August 28th, 2018 for Xbox One. Wow. This, this game is super old in terms of technology, which means it's perfect for the Switch because it's a sack of shit. It's the port <laughs> machine because it just is a, all it plays is ports. <laughs> which is why when we get done with this, I'm going to talk about all the ports that should have been added today. But here we are. Um yeah. But no, Strange Brigade is very cool, Brandon. You're right. Um, if we didn't have the consoles we'd have, I think it'd be so fucking cool to like pick this up and play with you guys because that's really what it is. It's a cooperative third parts, third parts, third, third, <laughs> third parcel, third parson. It's a third person shooting. 
<laughs> it's basically Indiana Jones and Uncharted in third person as a co-op. So yeah, it's it's pretty great. Um, where where are we at, guys? What's oh, let's one? see. We are. Um, oh, Doom Eternal's Ancient Gods DLC is out on the Switch starting. Oh, that's right. So the first part of Ancient Gods DLC, which came out, I believe, last year or the beginning of this year for every other console is now coming out for the Switch. Um, it's basically hard mode plus, plus, plus from what I've heard from Alex, a uh, friend of the podcast. Um, he said it feels like the main game prepares you for this DLC because it's so hard. So that's pretty cool. But uh, the lore that they built in Doom is fucking insane. If you guys ever have a chance, just ask Alex about it. I know, Brian, you don't know him too much, but one day I'll have to let him go on a Doom tangent. But man, the world building are, that they're doing with those games is mind blowing. I've played uh, a handful of Dooms, actually. I do want to play Doom Eternal. It's on Switch now, right? They didn't. They finally port it over. Uh, they ported it over, and the reviews for I can it are really good. No, it I mean, plays well, or it doesn't. Yes, yes, because there's a specific company that they have do all these ports, mm-hmm. and they're porting them over. It almost locks at 30 FPS, which for the Switch wow. is very good. Um, I thought for sure that's what I was going to ask ne- next if it played terribly or not. Um, I recommend it on Black Friday for you. But it's a very, I mean, the soundtrack, you would just lose your mind to. Yeah. Uh, Mick Gordon is no slouch. Uh, Fatal Frame, Maiden of Black Water, is coming out later this year. And I forgot what this was, but I'm going to go ahead and assume it's a major skip for me. Uh, Brian, uh, do you remember what this was by any chance? Was that that weird spirit game where she was like looking in the lake and there was like, there's, I vaguely remember it. Um, I remember some spirit. That's all I can remember. Do you remember anything, Brandon? Um, I didn't get a chance to look at the trailer. I mainly looked at a lot of the trailers for the larger games like uh, Cruise and Blast. Uh, <laughs> so I was a little busy. Wow. <laughs> what a legend. Um, Tell us more about Cruise and Blast, please. Oh, the blaster, <laughs> blast your mind wide open with this shit. You I'm ready? Gonna, you know, blast your fucking face in a few seconds. Deep cut. Um, so fatal frame oh uh, it's I remember the old a, ones it's there's there's a it's been it's been around for a hot minute it's a, a, a survival horror game that's primarily about spirits and you see them through the lens of a uh old old camera and that's kind of like the scare factor is like you see them through the camera take a picture of them and then like the spirit is there and you progress first person um you, you know things like that so it's it's definitely like obviously a japanese originated game uh with spiritual horror they do that really well i know there's a lot of good fans of fatal frame unfortunately i'm a big coward i'm not gonna pick this up (laughs) (laughs) unless i like play it with somebody like a significant other like and we can both kind of you know like "Eh," scream together about it Mm -hmm. i'm sure it'd be a good time but i know this game has a really good following so uh, a lot of those people probably have switches so this is uh it's good for them you know all good cool yeah i'm so glad this already came out in the wii u which is what I just learned. Um, For real? Yeah, the, the exact same game is out on the Wii U. Um, this isn't a brand new game. But they're yep. showing that there's a Zelda and Zero Suit Samus costumes for the game. Um, this is also an assist trophy, though, in Super Smash. So I'm glad that mystery's been solved this whole time where the chick's taking pictures and stuff, and it goes, Arr! <laughs> just like what that you, <laughs> <what you> <laughs> i mean I volume warning for I that one. 
Oh yeah, probably. Uh, a part of me wants to check this game out, but I don't feel like paying. Oh, never mind. Here we go. Fatal Frame made in a Blackwater announced for PS4, PS5, Xbox Series, and PC. So I'm just not gonna buy it on the Switch. Man, I'm fucking up just owning the Switch. Honestly, you really are. You suck. <laughs> oh, but hey, that's... Brian, we could change your yeah. life starting tomorrow because it just got announced that GameStop is going to be selling in stores for the first time since release both Xbox consoles starting tomorrow at every local store. Yep. What? I'm and they're doing extra trade-in value for like Dude. Switch lights and stuff because I have that Switch light just sitting on my table. Bro, oh my God. Brian, hear me out real quick. We're going to do this on the fucking podcast. Trade okay. in that Switch light. And you can get an Xbox Series S for like fucking 200 bucks and get Game Pass for 15 bucks a month. It gives you Xbox Live and Game Pass, and you literally get a hundred games right there. That really, yeah. I want to look up what's all on this Game Pass because I've heard about it. I know obviously don't even, you guys have it. Don't even worry about it. On this. I mean, everything. Everything's on it. It's got everything you could ever imagine. Like, um, what's a game that I picked up on the Switch? Straight up bought it, and then turns out it was on Game Pass. Oh. Um, I can't remember, but there's so many times that's happened. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just you should consider that, bro. You should really fucking consider that because yeah. um, they're given 150 trading credit for a switch light until Friday or Saturday, I believe. GameStop. If you don't text me tomorrow or show me a picture of you getting an Xbox Series S, I'm gonna slap <laughs> the shit out of you. All right. No, I'm serious though. You should deeply consider it tonight. There is no better deal in gaming, and you have a, the potential to get it for two hundred bucks. Like, what the fuck? I wouldn't pass that up. I mean, that. Okay. Can, I mean, every game that Xbox announced, as I just told you before in the pre-show, you're going to be able to play for free. So all these games you constantly hear me and Eric talk about, you can play them at the best quality possible. I mean, besides 4K, the Series S only goes to 2K, which is fine. You're not going to notice that because you play as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, like Game dude, Pass is 15 a month. So for $15 a month, you get Game Pass Ultimate for PC and Xbox plus their Xbox Live membership. Damn. And okay. every month as of E3, they have new games coming out. So uh next month there's D and or next week there's a D&D, uh Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. It is a Diablo type game. That's up to four player co-op and it comes out for free next week. It's a brand new launch title. Uh, Left 4 Dead reboot basically comes out in October. Microsoft Flight Simulator next month. Uh, Halo Infinite in holiday. Forza Horizon 5, a brand new Forza, comes out in November for free. All this is for free. Wow. There's games coming out every month until the end of the year and pretty much all next year that you can play that you wouldn't, you're like, oh my God, I've been playing a Switch for what? And then you'll understand why I hate Nintendo. So yeah, can you play? So it seems like Xbox does what Nintendo. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Oh, shit. Oh, sorry. Nintendo. sorry, that was pretty good. I that was going over my head. That one was going to yeah. land or not? Oh, it fucking landed. I'm just done. Um, all right, that guys, shit. that shit was good, man. That was really good. That was really well paced. I like it. Got the zingers today, man. It's a good, it's a good vibe. Yeah, I, like I want to buy that. I really want to buy that cruising game, though. Can we talk about that again? <laughs> I'm dead serious, guys. Like Brandon, like God bless you, man. I am so excited to play that fucking game i'm gonna double check i'm, oh, I'm fucking stoked it's console exclusive I already said that yeah um let's move on to uh wario wear uh a game i could care less about but i know so many thousands and millions of people out there are really excited for this i believe the game 
um, first got really big on the DS or the 3DS, one of them. Um, what There's are a your... Game Boy Advance game. Oh, okay. Uh, Brian, what are your thoughts on WarioWare Get It Together, which is coming out September 10th? This was uh, my first game to at today's E3 where I was like genuinely pumped for. I've been waiting for a WarioWare game on Switch because I adore those games. You can just lose track of time playing those games, and they're just silly mini games, but I enjoy them. And I know it's going to be online. You can play with friends. So I'm, I'm stoked. I really hope – I thought I saw somebody say it was 50 bucks. I hope it's not a full $60 game, but, hell, at this point, this is Nintendo. They're not doing anything under 60 bucks. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. I'm super um, stoked. WarioWare is awesome. I'm fucking right there with you, Bri. Brandon, before you go ahead into talking about it, I would also yeah. like to say rewatching the trailer – I will admit, like seeing the co-op mini games looked like it would be a ton of fun to sit there, you know, drinking and just playing those games. But Brandon, go ahead. Uh, yeah, man, uh, it's it's a good time. Like even when it was single player, like I remember playing WarioWare Touched and like passing it off between, you know. Touched I mean, it was the DS, man. You fucking yeah. They, they uh, uh, we're going on another tangent. There's a lot of games that came out in Japan that didn't come out in the states that were. Uh, like dating oh. sim style yeah so yeah um, so warrior wear brandon <laughs> so you touch you so what happens in this one you touch wario and you touch him real good oh wait <laughs> no so anyways um, that only happened in my dreams <laughs> wow wow <laughs> you guys um, ever seen the go ahead never mind <laughs> okay we're gonna stop we're gonna cut it cut it right there we're done yeah we're good but yes um uh WarioWare get it together man uh i haven't played it since the ds iteration and i had a lot of fun with it so to see it come back uh i'm stoked it can be a good time get some brewskis in and play that and uh yeah. get together i'll let you guys buy it and then we'll play it at my house or something yeah um i want to move on to i what i i i'm not joking the biggest disappointment of this direct uh smash bros ultimate gets uh kazuya kazooie from Tekken, can't say his fucking name. Don't Banjo? don't even don't even care. Uh, we see the next fighter coming to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is Kazuki. <laughs> it's Kazuya Mishima. Whatever Brandon said. Uh, from the Tekken series, joins the roster, bringing brawling gameplay and dragon powers. Nintendo will go over national. Um. So if you guys didn't watch the direct, this is how they started it by showing this dude throwing Ganador off a cliff like Ganador would really get taken out by this dude. Um, they kind of showed it in the trailer, guys. Like we have enough straight up brawlers in the game, just like we have enough sword fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a completely waste of a slot. And I'm going to go bold here and say, fuck you, Tekken fans. Um, I don't care if you like this. This is bullshit. Oh, he said it. He said it. Yeah, I don't even give a fuck. I don't care if you're happy about it because uh, what a waste. I mean, Sakurai and his team worked so hard on this and they Tekken. Are you kidding me? Like Brandon has said this for, I think two episodes at least now in terms of predictions and shit, <laughs> like with all the monster hunter sales they've had and partnerships, they've had with Capcom. You're telling me they couldn't do any type of monster hunter. They could have put a fucking Rathalos in the game. And I wouldn't have cared. He could have been the most broken or useless character, and I would be happier than this shit. Um, I would have been happy with Waluigi. Not even joking. Not even joking. Like serious. I, that would have made so many people happy if it was yeah, Waluigi yeah. instead. Well, the reason why it's not Waluigi, and I'm sure you guys already know this, but I'll just 
reiterate it. It's they said every single DLC character coming out for this game specifically, you know, Ultimate is going to be from a different franchise. It's nothing Nintendo. So that's why we haven't seen him. But I also would agree with you both. Like so many fans have been begging for that character to be in here. And I think at this point it's time to add him. But I just, I mean, Tekken's a point. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, Tekken, shut up. Fucking Piranha Plant, so stupid. Um, <laughs> Tekken's a really great game. Uh, it's actually a very good fighting game. I used to play it on the PlayStation 2, but uh, I just feel like this is another wasted slot. If we're going to go down the road of Brawlers, you could have done Goku, who I still don't understand why isn't in that game. Or once again, I'm going to keep begging for it, the Mortal Kombat guys. Could have been Sub-Zero or Scorpion. Uh, Brian, uh, what are your thoughts on the gentleman we got? And then what would you have rather seen instead besides Waluigi? Because, you know, they're just not going to happen. No, no. I would have liked to have Doom Guy, but like every time oh, there's yeah. one of these um, DLC characters for Smash Brothers, it's like, I expect nothing and I'm still disappointed. <laughs> As Dewey says, putting Malcolm in the middle. Damn, dude. No, but every time I'm like, we're going to get a good one. I think the only one that legitimately caught me off guard was uh, Banjo and Kazooie. There might have been one more, but that's the one that sticks out. Uh, Steve from Minecraft caught me off guard. That, yeah, that caught me off guard too, actually. You know what's funny is the two that caught me off guard are the two Microsoft properties. So um, why isn't Chief in this game yet, guys? Uh, mm-hmm. Brandon, um, what are your thoughts on Tekken, dude? And who would you, uh, <laughs> who would you like instead of him? Um... Honestly, at this point, I haven't played Super Smash Brothers in so long. I kind of don't really have one I would prefer. Uh, I do have a couple points about it, though. Um, I can kind of get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be a little bit. I don't want to say devil's advocate, but like I get it. Like Super Smash Brothers was seen as like the casual fighting game. Obviously, there is uh, Nova, right? The the competitive Smash scene and the people who take it very seriously. And I'm sure, like. You know, obviously, the people who play mainline like fighting games like Tekken, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, like you said, Ryan, they I'm sure like they get really stoked seeing these characters in Smash. They can do goofy, funny shit, like throw a Pokeball at somebody and then have Kyogre <laughs> come out and fuck them up. So, like, I get the merit of it. Unfortunately, um, it, you made the good point of it's like the sword characters were kind of getting just it's kind of muddling the mixture a little bit getting kind of kind of sick of it uh however you what you did just mention is mortal Kombat. getting some of the mortal Kombat guys maybe they have a a system set up to where like they're going to grab somebody from each standard fighting game like cabinet fighting game and then just fucking maybe the last one will be mortal Kombat characters yeah maybe. i'm i'm being a giant bitch i mean you know you made a very good point that like you know, for the Tekken fans out there who hasn't want to see, you know, whoever likes this character, I don't remember him. I don't know if he's new or not. Um, yeah, him throwing a Pokeball, you know, him getting a mushroom and becoming giant or tiny. Um, I don't know, man. I just still would rather see Chief throw a Pokeball. I'd rather see Goku. You know, I it's like I don't even like Dragon Ball Z like I used to, and I still would rather see Goku and shit. I think the Mortal Kombat characters are a very clear choice, but I guess not. Um, I don't know. And I would also like to say too, like, I don't really play Smash at all. I am the most casual Smash fan that you could probably find. I'm not saying above anyone else. I'm just saying I am in the casual category because for some reason people thought let's try hard on this game and ruin it. But, um, (laughs) you know, 
I don't know. I people who try hard on Smash are a joke to me. I don't know. That's so fucking stupid. Um, Brandon's one of them. He's like, let me get really good at fucking Greninja on the 3DS. Uh, his Greninja was pretty insane, though. I'm not even being a douche. Like he did pretty good. So is that um, your go-to, uh, Brandon? Brandon, is it uh Greninja is your go-to character? Oh, Greninja, Pink Greninja is nice. my main. Cool. Fucking slippery little bastard. And I was just it. flare blitzing as Charizard everywhere. Um, <laughs> but no, to Brandon's point, like, yeah, it's I'm happy for them. You know, I'm just being stupid because. I was hoping at one point in this direct Nintendo would do anything I wanted to besides the obvious Breath of the Wild showing. Like if someone thought Breath of the Wild 2 wasn't going to be there, then you're dumb as fuck. Um, but Brandon, uh, is there anything else you'd like to add? You kind of wanted to say something about Smash or? Uh, if I did, I may have missed, may have forgotten that point. Um, That's fine. We can move on. No, no, dude, we, can just, Sorry. No, we just go ahead and move on, dude. And it's kind of is what it is. It's just more Smash characters, man. Brian, the reveal has... kind of dragged oh. on. But it dragged on when he was just throwing people off the cliff over and over and over. The yes, Kirby that's was right. cool, but I was like getting so over it. I'm like, okay, I get it. Tekken dudes in Smash, right on. Yeah, and I'm sure that was like a like a bit like for Tekken players. Maybe there's something with the story or the lore where that character Kazuya had to actually maybe throw one of the other main characters off in a scene like that so it was a gentle nod but you know it it got repetitive like you said brian and i feel like since that was the first thing we saw in the direct and the first character they were carrying was you know ganondorf i figured you know it's a nod of things to come like what we saw later on which was breath of the wild 2 but it's like oh shit we're gonna get breath of the wild 2 first thing and then it's like nintendo like ah no 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 you will wait (laughs) yeah pretty much Uh, so anyways let's, let's move on uh, moving on to Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. Uh, it's a remake of the first two games, and uh, it'll be available on the Nintendo Switch as well as PlayStation and Xbox consoles. So I'm probably just going to play this on Xbox Game Pass because I would not be surprised one bit if it comes to it. Um, but in all honesty, I remember people liking Super Monkey Ball. That it was just like a really fun, uh, casual game. Just have a good time. Um, do some couch co-op or couch versus and uh yeah i thought it was actually really cool to see it you know happy 20th anniversary to monkey ball uh, super monkey ball um brian what did you think of this yeah monkey ball is a game i think i've only played one in the franchise and i cannot tell you which one but i had fun with it and the trailer actually did look really good but this is one of those titles where i know sega really has a thing where they mark down their games in physical form a lot i see it all the time i think i see a another monkey ball game and Sonic mania, like always on sale at Best Buy. And I think if they had it for like 20, $30 and there was good word of mouth on this game, I would buy it hundred percent. It looked fun. Yeah. Brandon. Um, no super monkey ball has a huge following. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Brian makes a good points about it being a fairly affordable title. And I will say that's how you do a remaster a re-envisioning of an older game. It looks yeah. great. looks fun. looks worthwhile. Yeah, Skyward Sword HD. Take a look at that, you stupid bitch. Skyward Monkey. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, uh, it looks okay. Yeah, no, it looks okay. And um, if it comes to Game Pass, I'll, I'm going to gladly check it out and then hopefully do some online co-op. Um, uh, go ahead, Ren. Yeah, I'm sure that's not going to be a full-price game. Sega lately with their... They put out Sonic Colors. That's going to be a $30 game. 
And then I feel like Monkey Ball is probably going to be $30 too. So I don't know why they can remaster their games and actually put effort into it to make it look different. And it's half the price. And then Skyward Sword is like the minimum ship. effort. That's full price game. Nintendo and all the Nintendo bots just buying everything, everything. So uh, Advance Wars 1 plus 2 remasters, the GBA Gla- uh, Classics, excuse me. Uh, Nintendo is remastering the original Advance Wars games as Advance Wars 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp. Uh, this game features totally new visuals and will hit Nintendo Switch on December 3rd. Uh, I do remember seeing Advance Wars on the Game Boy Advance. I never played them, um, but after watching the trailer, the game did get a complete remaster. However, it looks like a little kid took their toys at a toy box and made it a video game, so it still looks like a fucking joke. But um, I'm sure the Advance Wars fans are extremely ha- extremely happy for this, though. I mean... If I'm correct, like this is the first release since the GBA, I could or um the DS or the 3DS. Um, so I'm sure it's a big deal uh, for those fans out there. Um, Brian, what do you think? This was I saw a lot of people hyped about this one, and I vaguely remember playing the Game Boy Advance game, but I don't have fond enough memory to buy this. But good for the people that like are excited about this. That's cool that they're. They're getting this. Like I said, I saw a lot of people getting hyped for it, so good on them, but yeah, not for me. Yeah, I, I obviously joke around a lot, but it is really cool to see some of these dead franchises come back. You know, they have a fan base for a reason, and I always like to see that fan fan base taken care of because yeah, definitely. there's games I miss like Turok and Red Faction where I wish they'd get reboots, but, you know, maybe one day. Uh, Brandon, what are your thoughts on Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp? Well, I remember getting uh, Advanced Wars 1 for the, for the GBA through Gamefly. <laughs> Gamefly? Uh, I about yeah, that. right? Talk about throwback. Throw, yeah. throw it back even farther. Um, yeah, man. So I remember playing it, and my small mind couldn't comprehend like strategy like that. But I still really enjoyed playing the games because I like seeing that grand scale combat going on, that grand scale war. So it was yeah. really cool. It's a really nice nod to those games back in the day. And uh, if it's if it's a decent price, I might pick it up. There you go. Uh, definitely looks like it's worth it. You know, I talked shit on the graphics because I am not impressed, but compared to the GBA version, they are a massive improvement. So I'm sure it might add a lot of replayability for people out there. Um, moving on to Life is Strange. I don't care, but also from Square Enix is Guardians of the Galaxy. It's coming to the Switch. It's a new action RPG light. Um, you play as Star-Lord and you can press on abilities from the other Guardians. If you played Mass Effect, it's like using your other character's powers. Um, it's got a full original story. It's completely single player. Um, but I'm happy to say it's also coming to Xbox or way better looking consoles. So I'm not going to get it on the Switch. Brian, did you happen to see this game by any chance? I did. If it's half as good as the Avengers game, count me in. No, but seriously, it did look cool. It did look cool. <laughs> the trailer Dude, but- actually did look like a lot of fun. Yeah. can't say I've played a lot of Marvel games, so once again, I'm going to have to hear what other people's opinions are before I deep dive into this, but from yeah. a visual standpoint, it looked like fun. Yeah, I think uh, currently my issue with the game is, and I'm not expecting them at all um, to replicate the MCU actors, you know, and their voices, like uh, Bradley Cooper, the voice of Rocket Raccoon. Um, I just think the actors they got for all of these characters are terrible. And then someone in the comments section made a really funny point that Drax, if you look at him in a certain way, looks exactly like Bradley Cooper, just dressed up as Drax. 
So that is the funniest shit I've seen because <laughs> the side picture I saw, it literally looks like Bradley Cooper. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, so please check that out. Um, if you haven't, I will post it on my Instagram uh, tomorrow or today as you guys potentially are listening to this. Um, we're going to take a quick break and we will be back soon. Uh, all right, we are back. And the next thing we're going to be talking about is Shin Megami Tensei 5. We finally got a release date, though, and I'm sure fans are clamoring for that. It will be launching on the Switch November 12th. The game was one of the titles showcased at the Switch is official reveal in 2017. I do remember that distinctively. Um, it's been a long time coming. The game is not for me in, at all, but I know like people really, really want this. So while I wouldn't call this a showcase or a spotlight, I know for other people it is the complete opposite. So, uh, what Brian. The, what was the name of the game? Shin Megami Tensei 5. Right, try saying that 10 times fast. Well, you messed it up towards the end, but I, I like did. I you did. said you, you also did. Sh- you said Shimigami. It's Shin Megami. Fuck ah. off. Um, no, honestly, I don't have a lot of memories over that trailer, but. If it's one people were hyped, hyped for, good for them. Good on them. Yeah, I think this game is uh, just a completely different audience than you and me, Brian. But um, yeah, 100%. I know it's a huge deal to some people out there. So Good for them. Uh, Brandon, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, honestly, I was able to check out the trailer. And I haven't played any of the Shin Megami Tensei games. However, they've always caught my eye. I've just never gotten around to playing them. Uh, but after looking at this trailer, it looks pretty it looks pretty rad, I man. Like you, you, you play as this person who's going around collecting demons and asking them to join you, and then you can like fuse them together and make a new demon. It's like, it's like, it's like Pokemon. It's like the Christian. It's like how Christian churches viewed Pokemon back in the day. Pretty so, uh, so yeah, you're catching demons and fucking fusing them together, evolving them and shit. Uh, I might check it out. It looks kind of rad. Right on. Uh, I agree. It does look good for what it is. Um. Next up is Mario Party Superstars. Um, Mario Party Superstars is a new collection featuring boards and minigames from previous Mario Party games. The game will feature full online play, which was missing from Super Mario Party at launch. It will be available on October 29th for the Switch. Uh, also revealed in the trailer that it has five full playable boards from the Nintendo, the, the, the <laughs> Nintendo 64 era. So... Um, for me, I just miss playing Mario Party with everyone. I miss everyone getting mad at each other and Dude. knowing that I can do that again with this game. And, and like the classic mini games are there, guys. I mean, the trailer fucking shows some of the best mini games. Um, I'm actually excited for this. I really am. And I will be picking this up day one and hopefully hosting some Super Mario parties. Get it? That was funny. Brian, what are your thoughts on the trailer? And uh, I know, well, go ahead. No, at first I wasn't really hyped, and then the more I sat and thought about it, it looks really fun, and it has the online, and it has the old maps from 64. It already looks like it's way better than Super Mario Party, because that one got like way mixed reviews, didn't it? Yes. So, I'll pick this one up. No, I, I will pick this one. I was really not hyped when I first saw the trailer. I was just like, okay, next trailer, but no, it does look like fun, and if it has old mini games i know it has old maps but did it also have old mini games 
from previous oh. games as well? Yeah, it has at yeah, least yeah. like 10 to I'm 15 down. Nintendo 64 mini games. Like, yeah, I'll get that day one then. Um, I would like to add before Brandon goes, like Super Mario Party for the Switch. Um, the board game, like the main game mode, was still just as fun as ever. So that's, I feel like, the only review you really need. Um, but with this new one coming out, I don't see any reason at all to pick up that one. Uh, Brandon, go ahead. I uh, didn't get a chance to check out the trailer, but I know that was a issue with um, Super Mario Party that came out on the Switch, the last entry in it. It was not enough maps, not enough boards. So for them to throw those classic boards in and just kind of expand on the game is really cool. Um, I can't wait for those Mario Parties, dude, because I'll come through and I will... Uh, bring the beer and we'll have a good time so there we go well excited for it you heard it here everyone we'll be having some super mario parties <laughs> uh, uh honestly next up is something that i'm disappointed by uh initially but the more i think about it like brian says himself it's just like it's very cool for a lot of people out there and um i can't do it for the 60 dollar price tag but metroid dread was officially revealed and uh, Metroid Dread is a new Metroid game coming October 8th, making it the first original 2D Metroid game in 19 years. It's very much in the style of Nintendo 3DS title, Metroid Samus Returns, and features high, a high-tech setting that's reminiscent of games like Metroid Fusion. The game is getting a pair of new Amiibo as well. One features Samus in her new suit, and the other one is the game's new E-M-M-M-I enemies, the robots. Uh... Brandon, I'm going to let you go first because you went on an awesome tangent before we, in the pre-show, and I kind of want you to do that again. Essentially, what led you to go on this awesome tangent was how I was disappointed that this game isn't first person because off the trailer, when she gets basically killed by the robot or whatever captured, um, it just reminded us of Alien Isolation or a it could have been such a good horror type game. Yeah. And, you know, with the Metroid tone that they always set with their level design and the beautiful music they make i'm a little disappointed no yeah man i mean um pretty much that when i first saw the trailer i got really excited i know it was metroid and seeing that first person view her uh seeing samus you know turn those corners it, it reminded me so much of alien isolation i was thinking like awesome we're gonna get like a survival horror game that's nintendo franchise that's not luigi's mansion <laughs> um you know i was really excited to see that it would be like a metroid uh, metroid metroid isolation exactly that metroid isolation running from this monster that was constantly chasing you through these space corridors you know obviously include some of the metroid uh prime first person uh elements and things like that but still have that survival horror element and i feel like that was such a huge missed opportunity and i got kind of let on a little bit with that initial uh perspective and i feel like that would have been a really cool thing to kind of jump out of the their comfort zone a little bit you know like i feel like it was it's a missed opportunity for sure and um they could have easily gotten that because in alien isolation you hide in the vents samus she curls up into a ball goes through the vents and stuff you know it would have been a real uh really cool but unfortunately we're gonna be getting a metroidvania classic 2d metroid and that's that's what we're going to be getting. And we're going to have that constant chase element like Mr. X from Resident Evil 2, where it's a more brash, um, uh, abrasive, brute enemy. It's not going to have that kind of looming terror 
that we'll see in games like Alien Isolation or even Outlast, things like that. So, uh, yeah, I was really disappointed. Uh, granted, I love I love my Metroidvania. I love Castlevania. I love those 2D style games. And of course, Metroid fans like Brian, you know, this is something you guys have been waiting for for a very long time. It's just I wish it was uh, a little bit more spooky. So. Yeah, I'm ready to leave the 2D Metroids behind just because I I started with Prime. Um, and I, like I said, I just think everything they've done with those games and just the story, the world building, I'd like to see it fleshed out so much more than just a little update saying that we're continuing to work on it. Um, but Brian, uh, what are your thoughts on everything Metroid? Oh, man, I have a, I have a lot to say. Um, I was glad they started by at least saying something about Prime rather than not saying anything. I think I said last time that game's gone through production hell, so at least they said that it's chugging along fine and it will be here. And then once they said that, I'm like, we're getting a 2D holdover game. And yeah, it's a it's a holdover game, but I'd be lying if I said I wasn't hyped as shit. Like, Super Metroid was one of my favorite games of all time. And yeah, like another 2D Metroid, and that's the first new one in 19 years. That's pretty incredible for me i enjoyed samus returns but this one's gonna be brand new so this will definitely like give me my metroid fix until we do eventually get prime which i am super amped for i cannot wait for prime for but i'm also i think it looks great i think dread looks great i watched the gameplay footage after um the direct ended and it looks like a fun game you think it will definitely hold you over until Prime 4? 100%. If they have a deluxe edition, which I'm sure they will, I will definitely go for that. Yeah. Where'd Ryan go? He's <laughs> I'm scared. He disappeared. But no, I agree, man. Like, it's... I think it still has its merit. I still, I think it still looks cool. I just... I think you know. it is a holdover game. Like, you can tell. I feel like it is. But, um... I'll take it. It looks beautiful. What's another game they did that with? Not a holdover game in general, but oh, uh, the Donkey Kong Country series. They did that with, they kind of kept it 2D-esque. And those games are great. Donkey Kong Country Returns and Tropical Freeze. Yeah. Those games yeah, are great. And they kept the, the 2D Kong style. Shit again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just, no one knows this besides these guys, but I just came back. I had to go do something, but uh yeah brian you're right you know those donkey kong country games are still i mean massively loved and still sell very well so yeah we were talking about jungle beat no you weren't were you (laughs) no you weren't (laughs) uh so yeah metroid dread i love the name and brian was telling us before the show that that was the initial name of the sequel all the way back then so it's very awesome uh, Nintendo's weird. Some things they do right, some things they do completely wrong. But it sounds like this game they're doing really well. So uh, keep an eye out for that. It comes out uh, October eighth. Uh, moving on to the last major thing is uh, Zelda. Uh, we're going to talk about um, Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity is also getting its first wave of DLC and its expansion pass on June eighteenth, and it adds a battle-tested guardian as a, a playable character. So if you ever oh. wanted, yeah, if you ever wanted to play as a guardian, uh, now you can, and it looks really fun. Um, you play as the divine beast in the main campaign, and I gotta tell you, that's some of the most fun I've had. Um, this whole game is 
nothing but Breath of the Wild fan service. So if you are a massive Breath of the Wild fan and you still haven't checked this game out, then please do yourself a favor. Go pick it up. They've released a couple title updates that fix the performance of the game. And I would say it's better than ever. And this expansion pass looks very promising. There's also another trailer where, or part of the trailer where it shows Link using Guardian nunchucks or something like that. And it looks very cool. And Zelda riding the, the, um, the stupid bike. I forgot what it's called. Anyways, the reason why you're all here is for us to talk about the new Breath of the Wild 2 footage. Um, it, it shows the, um, what is the name? Not malevolence. It's uh, whatever. It's Ganondorf's, you know, purple the energy. Cal- the calamity. The calamity. Um, it takes a part of uh, Link's arm and basically fuses with him. And yes. doing this was part of Ganondorf's plan the whole time. Um, in the trailer, you see Ganondorf's castle being risen. Uh, you see Zelda fall into a bottomless pit from the looks of it. Um, and then you see later on Link skydiving through the air and then standing on a structure where it shows some islands, some floating islands in the game. Um, and other parts where it shows off the new Sheikah Slate abilities and also his abilities that are clearly from whatever is infused with his body, where he can literally go through ground and through a surface. <laughs> um, uh, my first impressions are meh. And uh, you know what's crazy, guys, is I don't know if you played Immortals Phoenix Rising, but it is a very much, very, very, very heavily influenced Breath of the Wild game from Ubisoft that came out at the end of last year about the Greek gods and such. So seeing Link with this type of armor and the way that he's kind of flying actually made me think that they took inspiration from that game, which kind of made me lose a little bit of interest. Um just because I wanted them to continue to be very different games. Like, I don't know why Link, I don't like the way Link looks in the trailer. I know it's just a trailer. Um, I also really didn't like that Zelda's immediately in massive danger again and flying, you know, going into a fucking bottomless pit. Um, when I saw the Breath of the Wild 2, uh, you know, the teaser, uh, what, two years ago now, it got me really excited that we were going to get a different type of Zelda game, though, where link and zelda actually get to work together for once and build their relationship i'm not saying it has to be full romance or anything like mass effect but we've never really gotten to see these characters grow in a mainline game before and i thought we would get that obviously i haven't played the game i don't know how any of it's going to play out but this trailer kind of clearly shows in my opinion (laughs) what's going to happen to her at the very beginning and you know and him as well um it looks good but if this is what you're bringing to the table, I'm going to be honest and say it right now. I'm not that excited. Like it's whatever to me. It really is. Yeah. Link has to save Zelda. Damn. They're really shaking up the formula over here. Yeah. Brian, uh, Brandon, go ahead. I'm going to say let Zelda save Link. Switch it up. It's 2021. Uh, (laughs) Stupid. No, I agree. Like uh, we got, we got, we got what we wanted. You know, we wanted to see breath of the wild two in action. We saw it. It looks uh it looks like breath of the wild looks kind of like more of the same except adding some more verticality to it obviously kind of upgrading a little bit since it doesn't have to go wii u and switch it's just all switch which kind of gives a little bit of improvement as much as it can uh, i will say uh straight up uh <laughs> i didn't notice this when i first watched the trailer but i caught it now uh 
Link gets his arm infected, and it reminds me a lot of the inspiration drawn from uh, Princess Mononoke and oh, how Prince shit. Ashitaka oh, yeah. gets yeah. infected by that poor god. And I I think that's pretty cool. You know, it it is heavily influenced by that, I feel, personally. So maybe we'll see, like, kind of Ganondorf powers with Link. I think that'd be kind of rad. Uh, you know, maybe it's kind of going to get me a little excited a little bit. But unfortunately, you know, as we see Link paraglide down and kind of do the same thing he was doing in Breath of the Wild, we see a Bokoblin village, which gets raised by an Earth Elemental, which I thought was super sick. But then upon looking at that trailer again, it still looks barren still looks very empty like how the original breath of the wild was and i really hope they kind of make the world a little bit more busy you know uh it still looks empty to me so i mean i'm i'm, I'm cautiously optimistic i'm excited at some of the things that we saw kind of worried by what we also saw so i mean we'll we'll kind of see what happens in 2022 so brian no i'm the same i'm like cautiously optimistic like if you would have told me, well, I mean, I knew there was going to be a Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. If you would have told me, oh, you're going to see one today, I, I would have thought I would have loved every second of it. And I can't tell you why exactly, but it was just, I, it was underwhelming to me. It looks like it could have been more, it did look pretty desolate still. I think a big part of it was I really was hoping it would come out holiday season this year. So that makes me get less excited. I don't know why I thought it was going to come out holiday season this year. Because it's oh, next year. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It looked like everything that I thought a Breath of the Wild sequel would be, but it didn't like blow my expectations out of the water. It looked like Breath of the Wild in the sky. And that was it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's heavily what it looks like. And you know, you guys both kind of nailed it on the head. It's like you know, you guys, they already have this engine that they built that is clearly the new art style they're going for with Breath of the Wild. Well, all that hard work they put into building the first game doesn't mean it's going to be that hard for the second one because they're using so many of the same assets and the same art right. style, right? So, like, why is this game not coming out this year? And why is this not even two-minute trailer the only thing you're showing us? Like, this tree the treehouse should have had a 15-minute demo. Well, maybe there is a lot more to show us. Maybe there's a lot more to this game that we don't know, and they're showing us the bare minimum. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Well, don't even hope. I mean, obviously that's going to happen, but the issue is here is, you know, we need to stop having these events if they're not going to start showing, like, heavy stuff. Like, you know, E3 when we were kids, like, they showed shit. They said, here is a 10-minute fucking presentation, and we're going to walk you through it. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, I remember when they showed Breath of the Wild, when they finally came out and said, hey, we're going to talk about it and you're going to look at it. I was like, dude, what the fuck? Yep. If the game comes out next year, I'm predicting spring. Then we have less than a year on my prediction. Of course, it's nothing official besides the year itself. Um, where We haven't seen enough. And I don't know, man, like. I'm going to play it and I'm probably going to love the hell out of it because I've played Breath of the Wild. I've beaten Breath of the Wild in terms of the main campaign, main quest, uh, three and a half times because I'm, I'm still on my fourth playthrough right now. Um, I just beat the main quest. I'm just doing the DLC. But, uh, yeah. you know, like I just said, I've played that game four times. I'm not trying to get the sequel and it'd be almost entirely the same as the first one. 
Yeah. So no one wants that. Um, I do have a crazy prediction. Go ahead. I think it is going to come out spring of next year and it's going to launch alongside a Switch Pro. And I know people are so sick of hearing Switch Pro right now. I did not think there was going to be a Switch Pro announced at E3, but I still do think one is happening and it's going to drop alongside the sequel to Breath of the Wild. That's what I think. I don't believe it's happening until they officially announce it. They should have showed it today and they didn't. I don't, I don't think it's happening anymore until like they just come out and say it. I, I think when they drop Breath of the Wild 2, it's coming out. But considering my little $300 console is leagues ahead of whatever they're going to release, you know, I'm going to continue to go enjoy my yeah. Xbox with Game Pass. I hate to sound like an Xbox fanboy, but honestly, what they're doing over there is so unrealistic. I don't know how it's even possible. Um, so, yeah, this direct was about as average as you can get. Um, having talked to you guys about it in our pre-show and then going through it again in uh, this episode, I did enjoy some more things than I thought. But, Brian, go ahead. There was uh, one other big thing we missed, the whole Zelda 35 in that Game & Watch. Oh, <laughs> what do you guys shit. think about that? Oh, uh, shit. it's stupid. I uh, think the Game & Watch is way better than the Mario one they did because this one actually has three games. Why couldn't they have put three games on the Mario one? I'd be pissed if I bought that Mario one and then they announced the Zelda one, but I still have no need to buy it. Correct. The fact that they talk about the 35th anniversary of Zelda with the Game & Watch, but they didn't announce anything else is stupid. Um, they're probably going to do something else later in the year, but once again, this is E3 we're talking about. Millions of people are watching. Why wouldn't you take advantage of that? There's nothing to be gained from another Direct in the fall. No one gives a shit, because if you keep talking about stuff without showing gameplay or anything of substance, then all your talk is useless. You know, like Xbox did this one thing. You know, Sony does their state of play. They might do another one and Xbox as well later in the year, but that's to show gameplay. They're not doing that to announce games. You know, twenty yeah. three is four. So um, whatever, we'll see. Uh, Brandon, do you have any final thoughts on the direct before we close this out? No, I think maybe the Game and Watch Zelda is a little throwback to. It's a good throwback. It's a good throwback. That's that's it. But like, if that's all you're gonna announce for the Zelda thirty five, it's kind of meh overall. Like. Try to, I try to see some positives in this direct, so I feel indifferent, a little excited, a little meh. I mean, I, I, I'm just um. <laughs> okay. Well, that is the Nintendo Direct of E3 2021. Make sure every single one of you listening to this episode buys Cruising Blast when it comes out in October, <laughs> dude. Okay, so about that, like, r- real quick, I'm so sorry. Yeah, go ahead. the official like trailer on youtube on its own individual page has like 500 views oh can we create a fan page for this now dude i'm telling you like it, it's gonna go on sale super quick and then it's gonna blow up and it's gonna be fantastic um i'm, I'm, I'm looking I'm forward to it <laughs> the game looks like the most like true successor to the original and i, I want it i need it in my life uh yeah so we're gonna close this out dude um brian took off um oh okay <laughs> he's no longer here but thank you to brian for being part of the show yeah. um make sure to check out his page oh he's back again um <laughs> brian brian's figuring out zoom on his phone i'm finally back my phone went crazy on me i think um, you guys can hear me now yeah we can, can hear you now that's perfect we were just closing this out so uh <laughs> oh, brian time. brian do you have anything to say before we um yeah i was underwhelmed but there was there was stuff I enjoyed. 
It should have been a hell of a lot worse. Or better, I'm sorry. It should have been a hell of a lot better. But I don't, think that direct we got earlier him. in the year. That direct we got earlier in the year this year was way worse. It was leagues worse than this, I think. Especially because it was the first direct we had in what was it? Was it over a year? Was it two years? I can't remember. I think it was actually almost like a exact, you know, exactly a year. Yeah, that one was way worse because the only thing worthy of talking about off the top of my head was the Skyward Sword, and that was a port. This one, at least, I have a few things that I was hyped for. At least, God damn, that was a bad direct. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Brandon, uh, you, you're good, right? Yeah, I think you're good. I'm I'm chilling, dude. I mean, we'll see what happens. Let's see what happens. <laughs> is basically all you can say when it comes to Nintendo. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to follow Brian on Instagram at another vinyl page. Bad time to have to burp. Uh, that is at another vinyl page on Instagram. Uh, thank you guys for being a part of the show. And thank you guys for being a part of the first anniversary episode. And thank you to everyone who's listened to the show so far. Um, the fact that this has been going on for a year is fucking wild. And I'm excited to see this go for as long as it can. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'm your host, Ryan, and we will catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.